Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 388 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. Dana Eileen. Ahoy. And Jordan Biardi. What up? How are we all doing tonight, folks? Questionable oh. at best, and Brendan so is typing. <laughs> I will no longer type. Typing is for the course. He was typing how out. good he felt. <laughs> Just to the to the internet world. It was like uh, must it be was expressed like in text. Like Morse code. What's yes? Do you know Morse? Code Do you actually know time? Morse code? No, I don't actually know Morse code. Four eighty seven. Me well, and Jordan. I don't know. Like, Maybe what? like Boy Scouts or something. These they still they still learn that, don't they? I was in a form above Boy Scouts, but we didn't learn that. I don't think. I don't I know. That was a long time ago. I was in brownies. <laughs> I was a Cub in, Scout. Yeah, in brownies. I was a dinner table for Chris or er, for Halloween one time. My that head was, was a turkey. Nothing. No, a pumpkin. A pumpkin. So this is our next hour. Then is talking about this. We're gonna yeah. pack all of that. <laughs> that <laughs> well, started My mom back made mashed potatoes out of cotton balls. It was a good time. <laughs> huh. So like like a fully set table. I oh. think there was a theme or something. I don't remember. I just remember a paper shaped pumpkin on my head. I mean, I hope there was a theme that would quantify that. But I just got weird for Halloween. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is? Got real weird. Speaking of getting real weird, I dig it. Um, yeah. So top of our news, news. segment today, <laughs> we have uh, Fortnite, which is getting real weird this season by taking out building. Yes, finally, Fortnite—the <laughs> way it's meant to be played. Wait for it. <laughs> So there was some clickbait stuff today that I saw that was like, building's permanent. And then I clicked on it because they got me. Uh, they're actually going to make it uh, LTM. Optional. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to make it. Yeah. Because that's like, you were, yeah, you were like, and you were kind of like talking about it too, about like the like, oh, it's only, it's only lasting like nine days or something. And it's just like the way, I don't know how long it's supposed to last. I don't like, I, I didn't really see that anywhere. Um, yeah. But like it does, it seems like that's the crux of this whole like new season, like you know, fighting the imagined order, they shut off building, so you have to get it back. So it kind of if they if they stop it halfway, you know, they make like an event and like a new like you know season uh, like quests and stuff. I could I could understand that, but if like it yeah. went to the end of the season, I could understand that too. It just like thematically makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's I like uh... I I don't build at all, so I don't really. Care. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, and See, not just it. Like I have a friend that plays that like works on his building it's his favorite thing about the game yeah, and a lot of serious players that's the case and he's like well if they keep this it's gonna ruin the game it's gonna do this it's gonna do that but for the I, one you know person what? I, the one him that's mad i'm happy my son's happy chris is would, happy jordan's happy like, i would say no so that are not mad. as much as i as much as i like don't really care for the building like i acknowledge it as a kind of like essential uh like mechanic in Fortnite, and it really is like what separates Fortnite from like all the other like imposter, you know, uh, mm -hmm. battle royal games. Even like even like Player Unknown's Battleground, you know, which like debatably started this whole thing, like didn't really have that unique sense of flair to it. Like it didn't have like its own really like unique ideas, and I think that's yeah. why it kind of got buried under um, Fortnite. But like. Having a, like an optional, you know, mode to not play as it is, I think, is fine. And again, like they turned they they turned it off, but they also introduced a lot of like really cool mobility mechanics. So it's like yeah. bringing it back, kind of like would would make a lot of those things not necessary. Which 
I, I'd say, I don't know. It's a weird trade off. Cause I like a lot of the new stuff, like the sprinting and like, like lead, like vaulting and stuff. Like it makes the game feel a lot more fluid and fun. Um, yeah. I, I, I've only played one match so far this season, but I really liked the feel of all that stuff. It's just like, why has this stuff not been here before? Mm-hmm. I had a really weird experience. So I played last night and the night before just for a little bit. Um, the night before last, everything I touched was new. Like they, all the old weapons that I had, were gone and it was a different weapon every time I picked something up. Mm-hmm. And the way everything worked was different and every place I dropped there were 4 billion people. And then last night I dropped in and barely saw anything different at all. Like it was all the stuff from last season. So I got two completely It's uh, so far I think I've noticed for the most part it's been um <clears throat> A fairly decent mix, like with the exception of like I'd say the drum shotgun, the revolver, and the uh the scoped assault rifle. Like, yeah, you have like you still have the auto shotgun, you still have the uh like this the the the, the special like pump shotgun, you still have the the ranger assault rifle, the like um sidearm, the like ranger sidearm. Uh so yeah, it's not like it's not the craziest new like adjustment, but I'm happy with it for the most part. Have you guys tried jumping while um, running? Yes. You just kind of go like, mm, you go like, Nathan Drake jump. <laughs> I have to make a really awful yell every time I do it at home. They must <laughs> for everybody that looks with me. I've so far, so far, I'm sitting at one V. So none for me. It's so great. It's round, it's so funny though to me because like. Um, like so like i think it's like for the season they like they reset like the like the victory crown emote uh like yeah. thing to like zero so i really love like now whenever i get a kill on somebody and i know that they're a human and they're still watching me i'll just taunt them with that and it just says zero <laughs> it's like it makes me really oh. happy <laughs> like yeah nothing. It's, just, it's like haha you got beat by a loser <laughs> I, I dig that i dig that actually i'm down See, Mine only, mine only had one last season, like the entire season. So it was always I, kind of like a grand spectacle. Then. Yeah. yeah. I think I was sitting at like two or three, but those were just like lucky wins where I managed to snag the crown like in like the last minute and then like I got the victory. And so like it was like totally unearned. Dig it. <laughs> but just to have it still made like made it fun. Um, I mean, I, I always feel like anything I accomplished in that game in that game was kind of unearned anyways, because I feel like I'm just picking on kids ah. or something it's like Listen, yeah sure i won but like i basically just mowed down play, a child who can't control properly if they want to play the same playground as the big kids they're gonna have to get you know either get good or get stomped on it's just the rules i don't know i played for like two seconds before i left today just so i remembered what i wanted to talk about and uh my seven-year-old sits down and goes mom do, do you want me to help you Let's I mean, one. Oh, you know what? That's, that's sweet. That's that's nice. I like that. No. Yeah. There's, he, he, no, he's a, a troll. Don't. He's a troll. Do not support him. Oh, well, because I remember, <laughs> I remember way back in the day, this is, a, this is a minor tangent, but like I remember way back in the day when Halo first came out and we were all playing, playing uh, like, like for the first time, it was like me, my uncles, um, and uh, my dad, who like never really liked video games to begin with, like he, like he picked up the controller to try and like we were all just like crushing him. Uh, because he like he just like couldn't wrap his head around it and he like just like like he like 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 had a tantrum like he just threw the controller down was like this is like he got like mad about it and it just it feels like hero? 
it just it's like it feels like it feels like it like in that moment it was like a reverse moment of what data had like 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 no one was really like here like let me help you like because i mean even we weren't that good because this again this was like the first time we picked up a first person shooter that wasn't goldeneye and like the idea of using two sticks was so like foreign to us we were just like no one can live at this speed um but yeah like no he was just like and that was like that like was like the nail in the coffin for like how much he hated video games um <laughs> after that but like so like i don't know i feel like your kid coming up to you be like mom like let me it's okay like let me help you like you should have been like all right son yes let me help like you can help me. i did i let him play for a bit i was like you do it i didn't really want to I show just me to see show what was new me so i could remember way. names of stuff but yeah where do you get i off, think kid I think um, also just to, to, to put like a, a like a last point on this, um, and I don't know how you guys are feel. I feel like a lot of the battle pass rewards are really lame. Like all the gunner stuff is really shit. He's a shit looking uh, like skin as well. Um, Who is sorry? I just I Gunnar is his name. He's a big like oh. beef. He was the guy in the in the 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 spec ops mountain that you can kill him and get his uh, and get his uh, his mini SMG. Um, That's one of the foundation quests was to go kill him. Yeah, so now yeah. he's like a skin. Everything he has is like a chainsaw of some sort. He's really stupid looking, and I hate him. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the robot lady. Uh, I, I, I at the, the very least, so like no. I'll get an anime girl of my very own somewhere towards the end <laughs> of the battle pass. So yay! Um, but I do kind of like Doctor the, the Doctor Strange stuff. It's kind of a sh shame that like he's like gated to the very end of the battle pass. Well, yeah, I mean, like, like the I, only point, good thing right? about it. Well, that that's why I played so much Friday last season was to get Spider Man and he was like level yeah, ninety, so at the very least I'll say that a lot of the extra stuff you got was really good. Like the like I didn't, the, I didn't mind was really good. Them, actually. the gumball was really good, like the um the uh yeah. Haven was okay, the, the Ronin was okay. Um but like I think I still I still think that like like everything you got out of it for the most part was pretty good. Like lead and like the big like finale of getting Spider-Man was was like the I cherry do on like top. a few of the raps and stuff. Yeah, Where's some of that? them are pretty good. It's just I don't know. A lot of them are subpar. Yeah, I'll I'll see how much I actually play this season. Like if the if the building stays off for a while, I'll uh, yeah. be a little more interested, but um, I mean, I'm going to yeah, play the battle pass isn't going to be a big motivation for me this season. So I might not even play all that much. Well, I mean, at least at, at the very least to play just to like get, you know, the 950 feet bucks that you need to get the next one. Like, yeah, yeah, true. When you were on earlier, Dana, did you get the new skin that came out today? No, I didn't buy it, um, but she's pretty good. Speaking Mary of last Jane season's Watson. battle pass. Yeah, Mary, yeah. Like, the traditional Mary Jane comic book look is out now. Mm hmm. I'm not sure why they waited until a week after that battle pass ended to add her in, but maybe they were still we're talking the about movie. it. Oh, I just poked yeah, like that's something that makes me sense is if they were just trying to like distance MJ from the movies from the comic Mary Jane. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, all, there's quite a bit to talk about with Fortnite in the news this week. They also were donating uh, proceeds from the game yes. to Ukraine. I think I saw it's up to 50 cool. million now. That's yeah. what I was just trying to get the number here, actually. Yeah, it's 100 percent of all Spoiler. proceeds. I think for like the next like two weeks or something are going to the relief effort in Ukraine. Thirty, yeah, thirty-six million at least of what we reported earlier. Well, no, sorry, actually, that was that was as of the twenty-first. So oh, wow. who knows where it's at now? Actually, <laughs> yeah, I mean, with, with the with the amount of money like people spend on Fortnite day to day, like it's their hope. I mean, it's it's almost like it's almost depressingly 
hilarious that like you we live in a world where we could say like a huge chunk of like the relief fund for ukraine came from Fortnite. like <laughs> yeah but you know a good deed is a good, good deed i guess <laughs> makes me feel good. i mean we gamers we do yeah. things we waste money yeah, on pixels design. to save Ep- i mean epic did ask, the same thing too. ask us for money for the war probably not ask us to spend money on pixels and yeah Epic had a huge, like it was a humongous. It was like I think it was like there was like sixty games in it, and it was like a fifty dollar pack. And yeah, it was like a hundred percent of the uh, proceeds went to Ukraine. So on on Monday when we ran our article, it was thirty six million. On the twenty second, they the the official Twitter announced they raised fifty million. And I haven't seen an update since actually. So I at this rate they're probably over a hundred million. Yeah, well, what good. would I mean, really be cool is if Epic matched that because they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, they could. They really could, yeah. Still, though, to put this much money towards it is is no nothing to smart to sneer at either. So, um, yeah. This is true. I will not so, no, it's 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 really great. It's really great to see that uh, how many people are like coming coming to the aid of the Ukrainian people because they need it big time. Well, uh, moving along, uh, we also got the uh, the announcement of the winners of the Game Developers Choice Awards this week, and uh, had a, had a tr- uh, different outcome than normal, with it being a three way tie for the Choice Awards between uh, unpacking yeah. Valheim and Ratchet and Clank Rift, Rift mm-hmm. Apart. I can speak. <laughs> uh, each each taking home two awards from that. Uh, with yeah. uh, game of the year going to inscription, which is a game we have not talked about, but I've on, like on the mm-hmm. on the podcast. I'm not sure we even ran a review on the on the site, but I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. I haven't even heard of it to be honest. And that's like a we went, we did like... a review on the site. We gave it an editor's choice. Oh, perfect! I totally missed that. Good I, for us. Sound, sound like we a fool. Got yeah. <laughs> we got there. But in my mouth. But uh, yeah, so yeah, big winners of that one. Um, Good times. Good times. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, no, I I mean, the game of the year was surprising to me. Really? Nobody. Yeah. Inscription. Yeah, I guess this this is what I'm talking about. Like, it's been it's had this groundswell of uh, support and excitement Mm -hmm. that hasn't quite breached most of the industry, but the people who have played it have like really been really. It just even even not necessarily. Oh, this was, game it just seemed like a little indie whatever that was hiding in the corner that most people didn't know about. I didn't realize it was mm-hmm. game of the year worthy, and now, now I yeah, see. No, the, the, no, this no, is, I, this I, is the thing with it is that once you play it, like there's three acts to it essentially, and like so mm-hmm. after you you get a handle on it in the first act, there's some kind of big twist that gets thrown at you, and things change mm-hmm. a lot in the second act. Uh, so without with avoiding spoilers, I since like I also don't know the spoilers, like there's a there's oh, a big good. twist. So yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's it, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure game, but it's like like sort of like based as like a card game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know, okay, yeah. Now seeing it like now, now game, I know, yeah, I think. yeah, it's got really yeah. weird horror. Yeah, okay, no, no, okay, this, yeah, I've I've seen a lot of people talking about this too. Sorry, it took me a second, I, like off just the name itself because I thought it was called something different. Um, yeah no okay yeah you know I guess I guess that is a, that is a little a little surprising but at the same time like I I can definitely see why a lot of like a lot you know for like in terms of gamer choice this is one that really stuck out right like you know it's a it's it's kind of a thi- I think it's kind of a thing now at least with the with the with the industry and how it's been lately that like a lot of the a lot of the AAA stuff has just been very like bog standard like 
it's not like yeah it's, it's got a big budget and it's like you know it's it's marketable but like they're not really like they don't leave lasting impressions but stuff like it takes two and like something like this even like death loop um like they you know they they stuck around because they had really good ideas behind them hmm. yeah even just looking at best Did design it takes two a hundred percent like uh, how would a game like halo infinite infinite which is like you know like a, a halo game if you somehow made it like less inventive how mm -hmm. is that going to be it takes two which is like so intricately designed as like a really good story a really good like vis like visual um like adventure like the way it's designed for multiplayer um like they put a lot of thought into it like in every little thing when you look at it right like naturally you know you don't game one best audio unpacking yes. i mean that like has pretty good audio is it like 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 lo-fi kind of? I've only I've, I've only seen like video of um of unpacking like in like reviews like video reviews. I haven't I actually played heard it. the music. Oh yeah, I, I guess heard it's I really just... good. I heard I actually like it's it's, it's a very yeah like it's a very, but it's also like very like emotionally designed like the way you actually see this person's like life unfolding and the way that they're like just unpacking and moving into new apartments and stuff. Like it's got a lot of like depth behind it for something that like is like almost you could you could say it's like a mobile game. <laughs> yeah, I I like it. I played it to like chill out one night, and it was it was cool. I got upset because mm -hmm. like there's a proper place to put everything, and I was like, yeah. I want to mess stuff up, but <laughs> I guess I was missing the point. So there's that. Unpacking doesn't there's seem very that. fun to me personally. It's like a calming thing that makes me stressed. <laughs> Well, you're not so packing, you're unpacking, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. If I wanted to, yeah, it's not something I do for fun. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd say there's a there's a sort of like a, like a chill, like zen to like actually like taking things out of a box and like putting it where you want it to go. Like trying to fit everything into a box, I would say is more stressful. But like when you actually like, like have it there and you can like kind of envision what, like how you want your space to look and you're like making that come to life. I could see where a lot of like, uh, a lot of like value is had in that. Yeah, I get it. To, to be, this is a strange tangent we're on now, but like the this place up in a box, that's Tetris to me. That is, that's yeah, just that is Tetris. That's, like, that's, that's yeah. how I load my car with, with cargo. Like, pack stuff in milk crates because they're never too heavy to carry. Just saying. Hmm. Yeah, I got the, once. the the, the square it. blocks are always are always handy. I always just uh, another, small boxes. Yeah, what else do we have from the GDC awards? Um, recognized Stephen Spawn, or I'm probably butchering your last name, Stephen, sorry, uh, for the Ambassador Award for his incredible work at advocating for accessibility in video games. Um, it's nice to see that because I've been I've been seeing a lot of Stephen on my feed and the insights mm -hmm. that he's had have just been like, oh my God, I can't believe I hadn't thought of this that way before. So good on the GDC for, for acknowledging him for that. Yay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got nothing. <laughs> you had Yeah, so not much, not much else too surprising in the uh, in the award list, but though it is kind of neat to see what the game developers themselves put forward, um, as opposed to like the game awards where it's partly media and like fan reactions but, but, and, and all that. Partly, stuff. partly. <laughs> it well, is a ninety nine point nine percent media and advertisements. 
That this this is oh, feeling like deja vu, so we'll move along. <laughs> this reminds me of a very long conversation we had a few months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Keighley still hasn't added us about the whole uh, Canadian gaming thing, so Yeah, because he's a coward. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, sure that's, he just that's yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, we'll yeah, go with that. I'm sure it is. It's not let what me it have is. this. <laughs> it's not what yeah, it just is. Let me have that he's scared of us. <laughs> just be important. We're too powerful. <laughs> Hey, man, take it where you can get it. Speaking of power, uh, the Nintendo Switch saw an update this week, which uh, added groups, added folders to the Switch. This is what you call power, Pure ultimate ultimate organizing power. The Switch can finally group things. (laughs) When you go to your library only, yes. Using that NVIDIA chip. (laughs) Really making use of that NVIDIA Tegra chip. (laughs) Yeah, that, now, I, 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 I'm assuming you have some thoughts on that, but um, you know what? No, and I think that's the point. Like, I saw it, I was kind of like, "Ooh, interesting." You can group things, and then I like went into my Switch because I thought I thought they were finally like making changes to the the home screen because the home screen like kind of sucks. Um, mm-hmm. And then I saw that, yeah, like you said, Chris, it's just like you can only do it from your library, and it's not even like it organizes your library. It just like creates a second sub tab where you can have folders so it's like it it's kind of pointless if you if you're not like me and you don't have 150 games on your switch like why are you ever going to use so you can group like metroid and luigi's mansion into one little like my favorite two games folder like (laughs) who cares It's not it's it's not the update that the thing needed. The, like the the whole switch interface needs like a better UI. It needs like more customization options. It needs like just like some creativity behind it. Like when I think back to the Wii and the Wii U and even the 3DS that had like, you know, those cool little like channels and like this like little like ambiance behind it. The Wii Shop had music. Like it all had this like it felt like this very unique thing. And the Switch is just like dead silence all the time. It's very like you know like it's like almost like too clean it's like sterile and it's just like it's not as fun as like what the system could be and like coming from its predecessors so it's whatever yeah i mean like the last few systems had such good like ambient menu music yes hmm. and it's like even like like that. small things to be quibbling about but like that would yeah i mean like, so I don't, happy. I, like fortnite has a, a lobby music and i yeah. they have like customized well, like, i turn it off the way, even the way too that, like the Wii and the Wii U, and it was the 3DS too. Like when you kind of like loaded up a game, it like had that little splash screen before you actually like started the thing, which was like it added a lot of personality to every game, right? Like it kind of got you excited for it. Mm-hmm. This yeah. one's just like, it's like whatever. I mean, the Switch, in some regards, the 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 home menu is like you said, leaves a lot of work. But at the same time, it's very serviceable, and like that, that's it. It's it's mm-hmm. serviceable, which is a bit of a shame mm-hmm. again when you when you look at the other consoles and how like kind of stylistic and yeah. cool they were. We should strive for like... more than serviceable. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a weird most thing. I'm like happy it, that it's, it it's works. a weird state. I feel like that is not a ten out of ten. Yeah. It's fine. I, I was kind of excited when I saw the news and I did the update and ran into it and then yes. I was like, oh, I don't know why I was excited. I don't know what yeah, I expected. Yeah, such nothing. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> um, like even having folders on the main screen, that would still be a pain because it updates based on what you played last. So yeah, yeah but, that wouldn't work either. But the 3DS did that 
before and it like worked right because like that was the sort of thing where like on maybe it was different for the 3ds because it was a smaller kind of device and smaller screen but like i always felt that having so many like menu icons always did make that little interface feel cluttered so like being able to put like all my game boy games in one specific folder all my like you know like nintendo stuff like indie stuff all in like one specific folder was like just a lot like made it a lot more like cleaner without really sacrificing any of its personality yeah it's a it's a weird thing with so many so many things that um go backwards with the switch despite it being such a popular system like they they, they've managed to go backwards in a lot of ways like virtual console uh Mm -hmm. home menu design and now yeah yeah it's a weird it's a weird paradox that we're living in i feel like the switch was as like don't get me wrong i know it's nintendo and i love nintendo and it would be great no matter what but mm-hmm. i feel like it just got really popular at Brent, the... Brent like that one <laughs> <laughs> it got really popular like pandemic everyone needed one so it just became convenient that we were almost okay with it not being flawless um, i would i would argue that goes further even before the pandemic like they were i think yeah. there was a certain uh, complacency like for like I, not not from like the gamers because i remember even back when when the switch like launched maybe it was because it was so popular and everyone was talking about it and everybody wanted one these things were literally like like constantly sold out in stores yeah. like but i remember seeing people like on like social media posting like really like like really cool like concepts for like um like backgrounds on the switch like you know you 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 hover over like breath of the wild and the whole like background turns into like you know a little splash screen for of like hyrule field and stuff like and just like the way like like friend icons were located differently the way you could like reorganize like the menu like buttons like people were coming up with good ideas like this has been a known like problem since the switch launched and like gamers have been kind of saying like you guys could do so much better with this and have done in recent memory yeah so yeah even Whatever. even booting up the, the wii u to uh to buy some games at the virtual console before it went mm-hmm. off and uh the do 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 yeah i was uh feels like home i was uh i was i saw it was a tiktok that was kind of just like you know like the sounds of nostalgia and it was all like the startup like sounds from like you know like game boy advance and all that stuff and like just honestly just hearing that little like like from the wii like brought back such good memory i was just like oh man i missed that sound so much like that was the sound of happiness back then like the uh, I I still my, my PS4 I've had the same theme forever. It's like the 20th anniversary thing because it has the different mm-hmm. startup sounds looped into it. But um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nintendo takes another small <laughs> step forward. Nintendo and, uh... do better. <laughs> we know you got the money. <laughs> just do it. But look at the hardware sale numbers. It's fine. Just do it's it. True. It's true. Just do it. They need to do better uh... on a lot of these things, and I'll talk about that later. Uh, on that note, um, yeah, last bit, of, last bit of news. Uh, PlayStation is acquiring Haven Studios, but a, like almost a year to the day since it was formed. Uh, this is what do they do? Uh, this They're is Jade Redmond's uh, uh, studio. Oh yeah, those yeah. Ones, yeah. So I, I, I don't believe they've announced any kind of property that they're working on just yet. Um, they, there's particulars. a mystery property, I believe. Yeah, we have no idea what it is. But, yeah, just mystery. Um, it's supposed to be a triple A mm-hmm. multiplayer experience, uh, based on a new IP as well. Fun. So, 
yeah. player experience. Sorry, Did they put anything in the past? Why do I feel like it's like, is there anything we should know about from them? That like they didn't know they're no, they literally just got well, just, they just they like just formed and then just Jade Redmond's uh pedigree essentially. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. <laughs> Things to say. I but we're it's cool a Canadian studio, so yeah. We will say cool things when they do cool things. Does that is that good? Did I do it? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You, <laughs> you nailed it. A for Thanks. effort. You crushed it. That's what I'm here for. Words and stuff. This is why Jeff Keighley is not answering our, our calls because yeah. <laughs> this level the, of the enthusiasm for the Canadian <laughs> news. Here. The <laughs> hey, I dig it. I just it's hard to dig it when I don't know what they're gonna bring. Like, mm, yeah, that's gonna, what I mean. It's a good point. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm not just it's gonna be like, like, yes, Canada. I'm gonna be like, please, Canada, don't screw this up. <laughs> it's not like uh, it's, it's not like bad, them getting right? getting bungee and we're like, holy shit, like, yeah, we know that's a deal. Mm-hmm. Well, Absolutely. Those are the guys who made the good version of Halo. <laughs> oh my god, I made Brendan laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one too. <laughs> You're so salty, Jordan. Just so salty. <laughs> Listen, I oh, thought man. Halo Four was just okay. That's we don't really need to talk about us. five or six. I've never played a Halo game. They're good. No. Halo One through Three is like re- and oh Reach, oh mwah, so good. Where Reach is Reach is fantastic. Oh Reach is so I- good. And that reminds me, I've actually touched Infinite for a while. I was playing the multiplayer pretty consistently. Mm, I wonder why. <laughs> well, because, yeah, it's more exciting Boring things came up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Anywho. Yeah, so we, we wish them well. Uh, it is still, like, you know, like, like there's, there's not a lot to talk about with uh, what they're doing because we don't know what it is. But uh, mm-hmm. it is nice to Hopefully. see uh, the, that, that investment in the local game industry. But uh, we'll move along into our reviews and impressions segments. Um, and since I have something of, of a carryover from last week, I'll uh, I'll go first. Cool. Uh, I was talking a little bit last week about Stranger Paradise: Final Fantasy Origin, which I hasn't hadn't finished reviewing at the time, but uh, I have now. And um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it brought a really good idea forward, and then just mm-hmm. kind of left left it there. Like, mm. here's a thing. Here's most of a thing. Enjoy most thing. of the thing. <laughs> Stuff. Here is our like three-quarter cooked meal. Thing. Is that the theme tonight? Just like thing. Stuff. Thing. Is this yeah, exists? This is a thing you could buy and play. This is the. Uh, this is this the. This podcast uh, is a solid seven. The non-enthusiastic po- podcast. It, well, yeah, that's true. It. It. This is a weird paradox again because, like, I enjoy the game. I enjoy playing it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I even kind of got over the meme bullshit stuff that's in it. But <laughs> just like they could have gone so much farther. The like there was I the mean, fedora is fantastic. The, the, the fedora yeah, is the, flawless. The, and I will the fedora no image complaint. we chose for the title of this review is oh, it's like, so weird. That's that's ten out of ten right there. There is some A A plus context to that picture as well, because uh, <laughs> in the scene, uh the character Jack is just randomly humming the Final Fantasy theme, like the main series theme, and someone comments oh. on it, and he's like, yeah, cool. he, he says something about it being like a classic once. song. I yeah, I was like, oh. Every, every... There and then change his mind. <laughs> he's like, I, I, no, I, 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 forgot, I, I forgot the exact wording, but uh, basically he says, oh, everyone knows this song. It's a classic. And he's just standing with the, like, the Sinatra Shut floor up. on. <laughs> yeah. And then Sinatra's also, like, they also use Sinatra's My Way in the game. 
Like that's so like weird. The, it's a weird. God. It's a really weird thing. That is weird. But um, yeah, no, there's a lot that's of stuff weird. they kind of like brought to the table and then just left there. Like each mission in the game is based off of an environment from another Final Fantasy game. Cool. Mm -hmm. okay. Really good idea. There is like a, there's loading flavor text on the screen when you're when when it's going into a mission. It says, "Oh, this this level's from Dimension Two or something like telling you this is from Final Fantasy Two. Yeah, a but nothing story. ever comes of it. There's it's never explained like why is mm -hmm. this relevant to the story, um, and just like yeah, they 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 try to swing for some Final Fantasy emotion at the end of the game, but they're doing it with Team Ninja writing, which doesn't help either. So it's like they want you to be mostly invested <laughs> in this guy, but. <laughs> The I'm laughing. My mic is shaking. I'm laughing it, at how unimpressed you are. Was it as good as the uh, the exchange between Dante and the Soda Lady from DMC? I don't think I've seen that scene, but oh, I'm, I'm imagining oh, it's probably the that same. That was like top tier. It was literally. It's. I'm not. I'm not hyperbolizing. It's like a solid ten seconds of them just saying "f you" back and forth. Like it's mm. um, it's oh. like <laughs> it's it's that energy. I suppose. Then it sounds like that energy. Um, yeah, just just one step further, you would have had a much better game. And but as it is, it's just you know it's a fun game, but it's not. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's memorable it's going to be. So well, well that's it's too the bad. First time like Final Fantasy looks attainable to me. So mm -hmm. it's the fedora. Did you? But Chris, <laughs> yeah, you have you haven't answered the the, the 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 key question. Did you kill chaos? I am uh, that's a that's that's a spoiler. So I'm not going to run the name of the game. You can't spoil things like that, Joey. That's Come a on. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, it's not more. It's more than it maybe seems. Maybe we fell in love and moved in together. Oh, the, oh my god! Maybe oh, the true maybe. chaos was the friends we made along maybe. the way. So. Yeah. <laughs> the maybe true chaos. M. Night Shyamalan was ass. the friends we killed along the way. <laughs> this reminds me of another thing that kind of bugs me that they left on the table. Like they kind of play with the concept of maybe chaos doesn't really exist. Maybe it's a concept. Oh God. But then they did, I clearly don't again, understand. Then he shows up and he's like, oh, hi. Hi, guys. I'm Chaos. <laughs> I see the name tag. It says Chaos. It's right there. It is on the name tag. Um, right on the fedora. What? Chaos was the final boss of the original Final Fantasy. And I used to spend mm -hmm. so much time staring at the damn poster map that came with the game where they had Chaos's silhouette at the bottom of the map, like showing all the all the enemies and stuff that you could fight throughout the game with all their stats. Mm -hmm. And all of his stats were like question marks. And I was like, this is so cool. Oh yeah. yeah. And even still when I was when I when I was reviewing the uh, Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster a few months ago, fighting him again like brought back this little rush. And now he's a goddamn meme. <laughs> like it's frustrating I mean, that's in a fair. way. You put anything but, in the door uh, and it becomes a meme. Chris, we know this. <laughs> <laughs> all I have to say, don't like that's not all meant to be insulting or you know, downplay the quality of the game. It's just, it's fun. It's just not as much as it could have been. So, yeah. Don't be, don't be discouraged by Final Fantasy yet, Dana. Okay, we'll get me there someday. We'll get you there mm -hmm. someday. Uh, so, Jordan, you actually so, Sunday works. You, I'm free Sunday. Cool. Uh, <laughs> um, Jordan, you had some big ones though for uh, games that came out this week. I had news and what? in a very similar vein. Um, so I got to review Kirby in the Forgotten Land, and it's an apt title because they kind of forgot the fun. Um, like, kind of like, kind. well, okay. You know what? I mean, yeah, like, it's, 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 it's like interesting for me to think about it, like, because, you know, I grew up like loving Kirby.
Kirby. Like I played, I, I, I think I, I told the story in a review. I might have told it on podcast. I played Kirby mm-hmm. Superstar for the first time in my life accidentally while I was in the green room to go on VN, Video and Arcade Top 10. We, oh, were right, be, yeah. we were supposed to be playing Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games on the Super Nintendo. First, they gave us Kirby Superstar, and I was like, this is amazing. Because I never played Kirby. <laughs> play kirby's adventure i mean i played a bit of kirby's dreamland and like but i was like pretty young like i didn't fully like like you know grasp it um you didn't fall in and love then, yeah, yet. So I, just had not at the time <laughs> and so yes and then and then and then they gave us the lion king snes game and they're like okay this is the game you're playing and then we went out onto stage and we were playing something completely different um so yeah like and like just thinking about like all the kirby's throughout the years like um leading up to the more recent Kirby's like they were all like really inventive and really like memorable and fun. Um, and like, ever, I think ever since return to dreamland kind of toes the line, but it's still a mostly good game. Uh, like I would go back to it. Um, but like Kirby's triple deluxe planet Robobot. Um, I didn't play a lot of star allies. I wasn't like hyper crazy about it. Um, the like, battle royale weirdness like weird sub kirby games they were making at the time too like none of them left any lasting impressions on me and kirby's uh and the forgotten land is very much the same like they present it like it's this big thing um but every like level is very fairly small and contained um there isn't a lot of powers you get there's only 10 powers in total and two of them are like what used to be like sub powers like sleep sleep was always kind of like a joke power like you just got it and kirby went to sleep and it was like oh it's cute um and like uh the one where you could just like wipe out an entire screen it's called crash like again like that was like an extra like sub power you could get they like give it like a dedicated real life it's pretty it's pretty neat yeah you just like (laughs) just like um what was that uh was it final flash i think it was vegeta's move where it just like blows up the world um sorry did you just say vegeta yeah but yeah Greg Nerd alert Ball. his move final flash i'm pretty sure he like he does something. he's like final flash and he like <laughs> blows up that's not um, that's not what she heard um that's like that's an od that's an odng joke and i'm not gonna get into it um this is a dark hole to avoid um so yeah like it's like they dedicate two like spots to the power to those powers so really realistically there's only eight like powers the two new ones they add are not like the best um they're very like limited too and how you could do it like you go back and play uh, like previous kirby games and you had like you know like a neutral attack an air attack like a running attacks like some cool little like sub attack if you if you did like an up down combination you do cool stuff but this is like, like you press one button and it's like attack um That's and then cool. like the the way you upgrade stuff too it's like the same thing it's like it doesn't really fundamentally change the power it just makes it like a little different um so it's not like it's not like it's really worth like playing with i i got one that was the fire thing where you can upgrade it to where the point where it's just like broken like you can set bosses mm. on fire they take constant damage like it's just dumb um they don't really do a lot with the mouthful modes either like where you can absorb the shit and like turn into like a car like it's like they it's rarely used and it's like something i noticed with a lot of these new kirby games where it's like they don't they don't like take an idea and say okay like this is this is an idea we have let's find a way to incorporate this into the entire game it's just like we have an idea let's make like a few levels where like at one point 
the rest of the level is just built around this idea and it's just like that's it so you use it, it once it's one supposed and done. to be like the new just i could be completely misunderstanding the game but it's supposed to be like an open world version it's not it's not even remotely open world it's just but it was supposed curvy. to be right though like that's no. what no no it's, I totally it's, thought that was the plan. Well, I was the like, way I, like I that. think a lot of people saw the footage and assumed yeah. open world the same way people oh. did with Arceus, okay. right? So hundred percent, yeah, crazy. yeah. No, though, no, that's that's okay. kind of the way they were selling it. And that's why I kind of yeah. thought so too. Um, and then I and saw a little bit more of it, and I was kind of like, okay, I don't think they're going open world, but like maybe you know, like, yeah, they're doing like a monster hunter thing where you can like fly around and go to these individual levels. Um, really, like, no, we, every... we are assuming a lot of stuff is open world these days. Like I was talking to someone who's uh, who had bought Stranger of Paradise and thought, oh, like I, I bought it thinking it was open world game because of mm -hmm. this one shot in the trailer. No, it's not, yeah, it's no, not it's... at all. I, no, I so and and and, that and that's the and that's part of the thing too about it, like the fact that it's a it's a wholly three D ish like or like wholly three D Kirby game. Um, mm -hmm. doesn't really work in its favor because like a lot of what made older Kirby games work. Like, you know, with the way you got the powers, the way enemy placement was, like, it 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 worked really well in two-dimensional space, you know, because of, like, you know, you, you only have, like, two ways to move around, right? So you have to kind of play around. You can play around with different powers, whatever works for you. Like, there's only, there's only ever one thing impeding your way, sort of, like, in one or two directions. Now, it's like you have these giant open spaces they don't throw a lot of enemies at you so there's really no challenge right and i said this in my review where it's like okay i understand that this is a baby game made for babies but it's like even mm -hmm. as a child like you know when i was a little kid i loved kirby superstar and it had teeth like like it it felt challenging despite like well not being completely impenetrable right and it's like you know i don't mm -hmm. want to be one of those gatekeepy guys who is like oh games need to be harder these days it's like but it's like this game doesn't even really try and it's like i i appreciated the fact at 1.2 that they got rid of the lives system like they just they do the same thing that odyssey does where if you die you'll like just lose some coins but the coins aren't mm -hmm. like super useful like you can buy some like single use items that you can keep like on you so like you know if you need like a, a health recovery item you can just keep it midway i don't know when you would ever use it but um like something i noticed that it does which i thought was weird but i i guess interesting is that like if you start taking hits repeatedly it actually starts lowering the damage caps because i like effed up one of the challenges to save one of the waddledees so I decided decided just like to kill myself just to restart the level, and it took me like an hour because I kept jumping into the pit, this like over and over again, and it's like it like after a certain while it started just taking off less and less health. So I was like, I'm like, okay, like I get you're like helping you know little kids so that they you know they don't die on every level, but this game's not even hard enough that that would be a problem. Well, we have to die at some point. But then it has like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just picturing you I, hurtling Kirby down this hole. For an hour, just going like, <laughs> just getting agitated. Why won't like, you yes, die? Why and then you make and me do this to you, Kirby. There's an item that even gives you a second health bar, and like, there's there's two modes of this game. One of them is is the wild mode, which is like the normal mode, and then there's spring breeze, which is like like baby mode for babies. Like you get extra health. Like like enemies don't do that much damage. Like but the casual mode from the Yoshi games, yeah it's like it's i don't know it's, i would say it's beyond casual like because at least because that's the thing and, and that's the thing i think about too with like with the yoshi games or at least like uh, yoshi's woolly world and even like looking at kirby's epic yarn like those games managed to be difficult 
like without really being impossible but they like redefined the terms of why it's difficult right like mm -hmm. that like there was actual like you know um necessity to co like, collecting all the beads and wanting to get the gems to, like to do that stuff like this kirby doesn't really have that like insofar that i guess you're getting the waddle to open up the town but the stuff in the town isn't like that much fun to do you had a couple mm -hmm. sub games and uh the arena mode and it's like that's it um so yeah like it's just it was very very forgettable i beat it all like if i had and you know this was because i was like playing this like alongside like elden ring and i had a lot of time to review this for once so like i you know wasn't playing it every day for like 10 hours if i really sat down to do it there's only six worlds you could probably clear this game in like six hours um wow and then and then and that's oh my god that's another thing that, that kills me about these new about these new kirby games so it's like they 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 introduce the boss of the game like literally at the very end so it's like you get to the fourth world and it makes it seem like king ddd is like the big bad again like he's the one who's pulling all the strings and making every like all the spoil the game <laughs> it's kirby i don't care um but we care <laughs> we care and then uh okay so spoiler warning going forth for all you kirby players who are really that invested in the story of kirby um so then you get you get to like the final world right and it's like oh it's king ddd again you fight him it's like okay cool and then it's like once you once you beat him it's like kirby goes into this like elevator and it's introducing this idea that like you know you're in like a research facility and like they found this like otherworldly alien thing who like you know I guess like changed the way that their world worked but also like kind of like started like destroying the world and then you get to it because this is the thing with kirby right kirby because you know everyone knows about marks and nightmare and you know and and zero two like those are like the big eldritch horrors of the kirby games every kirby game now has to have some eldritch boss at the very end you get there, the guy, the, the, the big alien looks so shitty. Like, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. I was like, really? And then there's some lion guy. Like, some, like, he's like King Lion from, like, the Brudoff movie. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like, he's just sitting there, like, like, he, like, like, the, the whole game has been building to this. And so, like, this is the first time I'm meeting you. And you're sitting there, like, I've been waiting for this moment for five minutes. Like... And then you beat him. It goes into this weird like Akira thing where the alien turns into some giant blob, and then he merges with your little elf friend with the rodent thing. But then it just turns into some generic looking like eldritch like angel with like a staff. And I was kind of like, even like I get it that you know people thought that, that was a good idea, and now you want to have every Kirby game have this like big thing at the end. Even Planet Robobot had the balls to like bring back the big thing from uh, Kirby Superstar that like made Marks the way he was, um, the Wish Comet. And it's like this just there was no build up to this. It wasn't interesting at all. Like it just it's like it's just they're just doing it now just to do it. So it just feels very lazy. Um, yeah, like, and then and then I I did it. There's like an extra mode at the end where you have to like blow through like all the levels, but they're like kind of like mishmashed, um, and that felt very like I was like, no, I I don't need to do this. I'm done, and I just like deleted the game. Um, then I played Rune Factory Five. Uh, it's a mess. Uh, <laughs> um, I I was a big fan of Rune Factory, as you know. I love me some Harvest Moon. Uh, kind of took me a while to get into rune factory because the first one was really weird second one was really good uh this one like 
I, I said this in my review. I think saying that like the bones of a good game are in this because it's like that's not what I got to play. Um, it's it's just like I, I I checked online to see like the Japanese version was really br- busted and it's mm-hmm. up to version one point one point one now. Uh, the North American version released at one point zero point one, so it's still got like all the problems um it runs like ass it's like like at any time it's maybe like 15 frames a second um lot of visual glitches there was uh i i i brought this up in my review there was one cutscene where they introduced a character and for whatever reason all my characters were just like like looking around and then their heads started like twitching out like lisa from pt um there was one there was there was yeah, one part where I, I booted up the game and it, and it froze on one of the like like publishing card screens. Um, so that was fun. And I sent that to Dana. Yes. <laughs> and um, well, there we was know a, who it's made by. There was another time. So like, so when you boot up the game, right? Like depending on what your language option is set at, like the main character will read the title. Be like Rune Factory 5. Like for whatever reason, I booted up the game once and it read the title in Spanish. And there's no Spanish language option, so it was really bizarre. Um, like, giving you a little lesson, keeping you on your the, toes. There's a it's lot of times where, like, if if you're running and holding a tool, like these are little things that just bought like will bother me. I don't know how much they'll bother other people, but like, there's like if you're holding a tool, like there's like a frame where it'll just like snap like into like this like stationary position. Um, like it yeah, just it, it's. Too. It's so bad. It's like so badly structured. Like you know, the 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 premise of almost every Rune Factory game is that you're a person with amnesia, and like that's part of the story. Um, so like you know, the the first mission you're sort of given in this game is like go introduce yourself to everyone in the in the town, which I did. Um, and one of like the main characters, she's like she's like the head of the Rangers, but she's also a child because anime. Um, oh, and. <laughs> And, uh, and like, like, so like, I think I had only talked to her like once outside of like every dialogue, like cutscene interaction that we had had. So like after maybe like five or six interactions, I went and like talked to her just to like, you know, build up the friendship meter. And like, she was like reintroducing herself. She's like, oh, it's you. I yeah, I don't know if you remember, but I'm so-and-so. It's like, yes, we've talked many times now. Like, it, this is not new. Um so it's just like it's like you can tell that there's they didn't put a lot of thought into the the way like dialogue happens. Um, even like one of the early like festivals you can have, I chose a mm-hmm. a, a cooking festival, and um, I got to the, the town square and like you know if you if you're fam- familiar with like you know Story of Seasons games or even like you know Stardew Valley, like when you get to a mm-hmm. festival, it's like you know they have like little booths set up and like it just Every makes it feel like is there. yeah. It makes you feel like it's like a little event is happening, right? This was just like a big empty space. People were just standing around, just like whatever. And then it was like, there was no like tables set up. There was no like cooking apparatuses anywhere. It's just like empty space. And then I went to the person who was like in charge of it. And she was like, okay, I'm accepting any entries from like, uh, like 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And there was no way to do like every most harvest moons or most uh, like games like that have a way to just say like, I don't have anything to bring. Can we commence the festival? There was no option here. So it's like, the, I don't know if the game wanted me to wait until like the six o'clock in game to mm-hmm. something to happen. I was like, no, no, I'm not standing around doing nothing. Um, and that particularly pissed me off the festival because again, it's a, it's a, it's a little visual hangup that nerds like me have where like, you can tell that like, 
the all the visuals are happening on on its on like a like you know their like dedicated sort of like layer but then like the confetti was happening on a separate layer in front of everything so no matter how you turn the camera like the confetti like spawned in it was literally spawning in like in the middle (laughs) of the screen no matter how you turn the camera it was so like visually jarring and then, and then and that's not even getting to like the combat which is really monotonous and and lazy with the frame dropping it doesn't help like there's only one like shitty kind of like dash move you can do there's no like depth to it and i don't know if that's made worse by the fact that i've been playing elden ring for the past two weeks like now my <laughs> bar for combat has been set really high um yeah for sure the, the farming is fairly standard but again like you know I, I, that's you you can expect that from a game like this like that the farming element didn't bother me it was just more again like a lot of the visual problems that it has that leans into it doesn't make it feel like very genuine and uh yeah it's just it's a messy game you can tell you can tell something about the quality of the games i played how quickly i deleted them from my switch after i was done with them like I, 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 I don't see myself ever going back to Kirby. Like, I would sooner play Kirby Superstar or even Kirby's Dreamland 3 on the, the SNES, like, virtual console than I would ever go back to uh, Forgotten Land because it's, like, again, it's it's forgettable. Um, and, yeah, Rune Factory, until they bring out, like, gen- like serious patches, like what they have in Japan. Up so to Rune point, Factory has a chance. Rune Factory could have a chance. It if they fix it because I, I was reading through the patch notes of a lot of those patches and a lot of them seem to be like performance enhancements like a lot of like genuine bug fixes um just a generally and, strange move why they would release it here at an inferior version like normally when they, yeah. when they yeah. fix the japanese version normally they fix they release that here because why would you not it's why? it's weird and why i don't do you, i don't know so we appreciate it more when we get the better version <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't like, i don't know if it's a case too that maybe like the version we got is the patched version it's just the north american like 1.01 mm-hmm. but even still like it is just so bad like it's it's completely like it's completely unacceptable that they released it in this state like and it's for a game like this that is like not like you know again comparing it to something like elden ring like that actually had like size and vision and, and ambition. This yeah. is I mean, like, I'm going to stop you there. That those are very different scopes of games. Like that's yeah. saying but, but, this massive triple no. release is better than this smaller no, no, no. release. Why is that's this a, massive game so much better? I don't get no, why no, no. this huge team no. they used was able to that's, build a much bigger world. That's wow. kind of exactly my point, Brendan, is that like, if say like Elden Ring, like came out and it was like not in like a worse like like it was broken but it was sort of like even a little bit worse than it was not like at when it released you mm-hmm. can say okay i can kind of understand because of how big it is this game is not nearly as ambitious and it is but, like six times as broken so like, I mean, like it's completely but unacceptable jordan, but jordan you're, you're comparing massive different scales of games we don't know the team size of Rune Factory. We don't know how much time they put into localizing, how much time we were patching it, and how much of a crunch this team was under. Do we want to? I'm just confused why they would release a shittier but, version. But here this is, and this is what I mean, Brendan. This this released in Japan in 2019. Like this is not this is not new. Whatever, whoever oh, my was point is, is on uh, this. <laughs> like, but I'm I'm saying, but I'm saying, Jordan, is you're looking at the problems you're seeing, and you're saying, well, they patched it in Japan. 
but it's not patched here. It might be patched here. We don't know what the exact issues they had in Japan, unless you looked up exactly. I looked. The issues up, I had. looked at patch. I was looking at the patch notes. It like it, and, and almost those, every patch is is like performance enhancements and bug fixes. Like, but I, meant, I linked it in know, the, in the review. Okay. My like, point was, do you know exactly what patches were applied to the version we have here compared to there? It it really it actually doesn't say because like the on the list that I found it said that all the patches were going live like or like supposed to be included like in when it released in 2022 or uh, on March 20, 23rd. So like so this might you, just still yeah because I know you did wait to but, see if there were any patches. Yeah, I genuinely waited to see like if all the patches would come into the thing. But like regardless, like if there's if if this is the best that they did, like I said, like if, if this is all the patches they put into it. And it still runs like this because, like, like you know, this this is this this is beyond like being on the switch because we know the switch can run things. It's not an incapable system. Like, like I, I you know, like I always do. I'll bring it back to Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Ro the Wild is probably like you know twice the size of a game like Story of Seas or uh, Rune Factory Five on the Switch, and it runs. So like. That's kind of my point. Like, regardless, you know, I, I I get what you're saying. You know, we don't really know like who was working on it and what and like how you know how the development for the the North American version went. If it's kind of even just if it's like the, one guy though, they should be like, hey guys, this they is had a ready. template. Like, yeah, like this it was <laughs> not it was not ready for release. And like a yeah. game like you know, this, I, it's I, not. Like know, Jordan, it's, I understand that point. I was saying comparing a game like Rune Factory to Elden Ring, that is not a fair comparison, even if the game released pristine. You're like, why is this game less scope has less scale and scope than Elden no, Ring? No, but that's not fair. I'm saying, that's like saying why is a Mario game better than a small indie release? Scope and scale and team sizes will often determine how big or how polished an experience can be. Also, well, my, QA departments. How big is the QA department for Elden Ring versus the QA department for um, Rune Factory? That's another thing to take into consideration that is often misguided and not thought of when looking at a release. Your system configuration, how much space you had in the system. You could have had a specific situation, not saying you did, but mm -hmm. it's really not fair to compare games of different scales and say, why does this one game do something when this other one doesn't? That's not fair. You can say, not... why does this game release in a broken state? That is perfectly fine. But it's not fair to a team to say, this other thing is better. Why is it? I'm not just, uh, I mean, just not... going to step in. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at uh, Metacritic's user reviews, and I am just losing all faith in the concept of user reviews because if the you game is busted. <laughs> well, I already have the, the like. I... When yeah, I say all faith, I didn't Grand have a lot Turismo. to start with. It's right. failing Why? now because it went offline for a day. It's like, <laughs> oh, game had microtransactions, bomb score. Meanwhile, this game right. has a lot of tens and nines and eights. Uh, right. a lot of weebs were waiting be... for it. Um... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, I... disappointing to hear that, that it launched that way because clearly people were very excited for it, judging by Dude, these. I uh, was these actually comments. really looking forward to it too. Like when I when I saw the review option and I saw like when I remembered that like Rune Factory Five was happening and and nobody on the team mm -hmm. had claimed it, I was like, oh, like I'm gonna jump on this because I actually want yeah, to play sure. Rune Factory Five. Yeah, you were excited um, when I gave it. To you. And yeah, like it's just it's it's totally like no way, you know, like and even right. and, and and that's not to say that even like the last one too, like like I don't know if it's if it's like marvelous or whoever like kind of like coasting like on uh, you know or like resting on their laurels because like pioneers of olive town didn't launch in a great state either 
and you know and for like a you know for like a story of seasons game i was willing to be a little forgiving to it because i was like okay you know what like it's 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 a lot simpler like it's not it's not you know like you know it's not trying mm-hmm. too hard so like you know like maybe you know a couple patches fine whatever like if they just get the get the frame rates up i'll be happy right like but this, I, this I, one I, I worry like, more about that, like, that, that festival dialogue stuff like that is more much yeah. more that's what i mean like this is like legitimate like like things are missing like this is just it just feels lazy and you know and that's like, pretty bad i don't want to like you kind of like you said right like i don't want to games that are like number five too they're just like eh, people already like this like, by ah, this point yeah but it's 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 a weird thing because that's what i mean like rune factory one i remember like being fairly primitive and it mm-hmm. was a weird kind of game just because like the reason i didn't get into it was because it had this weird system where like they were really selling it on the idea that it's like this is a harvest moon but you can also go into dungeons and fight monsters and it's an rpg as well um yeah but then it's like they locked how you got to go to the dungeons like you had to you had to get like 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 permits to do it and how you did that was very like archaic and not explained very well you know so and then like two came out on the ds like was really good fixed a lot of problems had a really good story a really cool like mechanic where you sort of start as one character and then once you sort of reach the end of that like point like once you have a kid and you like you know get married and all that stuff like the story like shifts and it's like your 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 player character is like oh i remember who i am now and he leaves and you take over as your kid and you start a whole like Hmm. separate game um that was really cool number three had a bigger release in japan because i never really saw it in america ever like the only time i ever actually saw or uh, in north america because i only ever saw a box for it when i went to Mm -hmm. go buy rune factory 4 and it was just sitting there as a used game and i was like this came out here um so yeah like it's not like it's it's had this like really like like you know wide adoption where like number five is the one that they really phoned it in and just like stopped trying on like you think that number five and they made a big deal of it they had a direct announcement and everything they re-released number four on the switch like you think they really would have tried extra hard on this one like you know it's just it's just really do come out for it yeah but at the same time you know like like i said like it just it, it also feels like i've gotten to the point now where I've become very unforgiving to games for like, you know, that release broken with this, like, you know, release mm-hmm. it now, patch it later mentality. Like I'm tired yeah, of like playing that games. That. That's what I mean. I'm tired of playing broken games and people are just like, Oh, well, you know, give it like a month. They'll patch it. It's like, no, I don't want to buy for $79 Canadian, $90 after tax. And hope they fix it. You know? Yeah. And hope to God they yeah. fix it. Like it should be fixed when it goes out. And I'm just like, I'm not like, I'm not playing games. Yet. That's why I gave it a four out of five because like by my, like not only by our, like the CG standards, but my own, like, like this is bad, even for a story of seasons. Like it got the score it deserved from me. Like this just. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of feel like this March we're seeing some studios launch games that, just need to be crammed into the financial year that ends at March 31st mm-hmm. or something. So <laughs> not to say that's what's happening no. here, but there I've getting that vibe from something that. this this month. But uh, anyways, wait, wait. um we had another review for a game that comes out tomorrow, uh, from what? Dana. Why don't you tell us about uh, Tiny oh, yeah, you, you did stuff. Sorry, I got I, I got a little heated well. there. <laughs> we knew that was coming though. It's still the spotlight. Sorry. I know. Yeah, I, um, I got to play Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I mentioned it very briefly. 
Um, I will say that I was not a player of the Borderlands games before this. Uh, my lovely boss man over there purchased Borderlands for me to do a little research. Look, there he is. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it turns out I really, really enjoyed it. Um, number one, the cast was insane. I didn't know uh, so Andy Samberg was in it. Like that's a that's a deal maker for me right away. <laughs> Neither did I until I was like, this character really sounds like a male Wanda Sykes. And I went to look up who it was, and it turns out it was just Wanda Sykes. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but then I started. I thought you were going somewhere cast. really weird. That was like Andy no. Samberg is a male Wanda Sykes. No. <laughs> but I went to IMDb and was looking at the the cast. So Ashley Birch, who yeah. plays um, yeah. Aloy Tatina. in Horizon, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah but play in Horizon. Uh, she plays um, Ray in Fortnite uh, Save the World, which was oh, a big fun surprise for me. Uh, she plays Tiny oh, Tina, and then you've got Andy Samberg plays Valentine, and then Will Arnett is the the big bad. The big bad, yeah. So that was that was a lot of fun for me. Those are some of my favorite people, and I don't have much of a sense of humor, but I caught myself laughing out loud at this game, so I don't. Like, I'm an internal, like, we'll watch something hilarious, and everybody will be looking at me like there's something wrong with me, because I'm just sitting there. Well, that's... It's funny. I'm just not a... It's it's, it's interesting. Laugh out loud. It's interesting to hear that, too, because, yeah, I I feel like um, like, having played Borderlands 1 and 2, like, there was a lot of moments where it felt like it tried really hard the comedy and like there were a lot of times where i was just like you know sitting there like deadpan like okay like let's move it along here yes we claptrap is very cute and lol to random like let's go (laughs) yeah um it was it was funny it was immature because keep in mind tiny tina's character is like a preteen right Mm -hmm. so the one of the first characters that you really get to know is um queen butt stallion of course as you would uh yeah and we were talking about this last week we were talking about the whole tabletop life and your your board is like covered in bottle caps and cheetos and and stuff like that and tina is just loud and obnoxious much like i am so it it made (laughs) me laugh a lot i really enjoyed it um Um, question what 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 is so what is queen butt stallion like what's like Describe the character to me. Describe. Oh God, so much pressure. Uh, it's not a question. It's a band, like, really. They come to save the day at the beginning of the storyline. It's actually in the. Are they just game. a unicorn? Like, there's no like they don't like talk or anything. They're the like... queen. Yeah, yeah. They're they're the okay. queen. They. Uh, it, it's not like mouth moving talk. But they talk. Um, they're pretty fabulous, and I'm not going to say any more than that because story. Mm, okay. um, I just I don't know. But... I feel like 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 yeah. the I, I always when i think about something like that it just my mind automatically goes to i don't know if you guys watched dave the barbarian no, with I didn't. one of the one of the characters was sparkle the wonder sparkles the wonder horse which was like oh the God. like one of the main characters like magical flying horse and they look like they're like this pretty pink like or like you know like my little pony looking kind of horse but they talk like christopher walken and everything they say is this like horrible like i was at a dream i was killing penguin penguins <laughs> with a croquet unrelated like, but somehow still related one of the things you can do with your character in this mm-hmm. is give it steve buscemi eyes oh great sorry christopher walken <laughs> brought me to steve buscemi it was a whole thing that, yeah that's a weird <laughs> through line the tracks, but... the tracks. <laughs> it, it did it it did it hey 
Look who's there. So I, I was, I don't know. I think I was just hoping for more like subversion of the trope, but go on. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, what else can I say without spoiling much? It, it is very much a looter's dream. There's, there's, uh, love no, it's just, it's just yeah. video games. It's not important. It's not even out yet. <laughs> people people care. care. It's like Kirby. So <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. cares? It's stupid. A lot games. of people do. A lot of people do. Uh, go on, Dana. <laughs> Oh God! Does the bad guy give you lose a solid the half end? hour? I think it's my turn. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, so the environment's pretty cool. There's a ton of looting, which almost mm -hmm. overkill. And I love like exploring every corner, opening every box. Even if I know I don't need anything, I'm open the box. Yeah. Uh, you can collect things. So there's lucky dice to collect. There's scrolls. There's little side games you can play. Um, Something I thought was really cool was Lost Loot. Now, I don't know if this was in Borderlands. I probably should have figured that out. But I enjoyed it in Tiny Tina. If you don't pick up mm -hmm. loot, uh, you can go into the town and there's a little box. Oh, yeah. That's just anything you didn't pick up. And I was like, yes. No, that's that's new. Breathe yeah. easy. You can breathe easy every once in a while. Um, but that was... but it is still pretty linear in you enter this area, kill these guys, open these boxes, move to yeah. next area. But the, the added element of the the tabletop board was pretty cool. You could walk around. If you run into something, it starts an encounter. There's dungeons. There's cities. There's Cheetos. <laughs> so it, it was How neat. many Cheetos? Um, a few, actually. Uh, you uh. have to help one raise it into the air, and then Tina eats it, so. Spoilers. I, feel I was like... hoping that was just one <laughs> joke that was in the trailer. I was hoping that was one and done. Yeah, I was going to say... This, it... This feels like the kind of game that would. This definitely feels like the kind of game that would have an area called like the Mountain of Dew, and it would be spelt like D E U E or something like. That's funny. There is like a <laughs> cracked open can of what looks like orange like, pop to me. Yeah. Um, uh, something that's cool about this game is it's very inclusive. Um, there is no mm -hmm. male, female, boy, girl. You choose your. You choose this one or that one for the body, mm -hmm. so a bigger body or a smaller body. Uh, the voices are like Galliant A and Galliant B rather than male A, male B, or yeah. B, whatever. Mm -hmm. You get the gist. Um, and then you can choose your own pronouns, which is good. Apparently not good to some people on the internet, according to my <laughs> review, but I thought it was a nice touch. Um, well, you know what? And I, like, I wanted to say that to that point too, that like, you know what? It's it's It was like reading that in your review like it was genuinely nice to read because like I think we've we've talked about it before we were talking about it in in story of seasons funny enough how like yeah. a lot of games that are, like that are trying now to be more inclusive towards you know like transgender um people and like LGBT the LGBTQ like community they they sort of only really ever get like halfway there like you know mm -hmm. yeah so actually like like seeing a game that really committed to it and just said okay you know what like it doesn't need to be an issue it's just here and you can have it what, if you want it what issue like, what what's so bad nobody's losing anything like you i know, didn't yeah. use the word boy or girl oh yeah it's like yeah. even, even, even pokemon has tried to the language on this one get over it like yeah it's like the way yeah. things are going get over it. it it was good it was a nice touch um i hope that it works out well um the only other thing that I would say is I don't know if any of you have played the Fable games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the dialogue and the comedy style is very much very like fable. those games. Um, like very, which fable? very silly, very dry. 
Well, I guess that's fair. Um, <laughs> oh, fable one, yeah. Combined. <laughs> no, um, which one is it where he yells balls? Oh, it's been too Anybody? long. Yeah, it's a, yeah, that's it's a good question. <laughs> that's a weird thing, but it was. Oh, I remember that. That was somewhere. hour five of Halo Three. <laughs> no, that, that's a, a memorable moment for me because I used to yell that all the time, and I was a huge Fable fan. And I, I was sitting with my ex-husband at the time and playing it, and this guy just comes out of nowhere, one of the main characters, and just goes, "Oh balls!" And I died. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world because <laughs> it was my thing, and this was my game, and it was a whole situation. Anyway, it's very much that sort of style humor. Um, it is immature humor. For some, it might even be too much. Like Tiny Tina is very loud, very boisterous. And to mm-hmm. some, that's a lot. But for me, I found myself actually like sitting and laughing along with the game. Um, and that's not something I do often. I hmm. want to play it. I It was a, a review code on the PC, but I'm getting it for the Xbox now, and I'm pretty excited. And I would like to leave this podcast and go play. Thanks. <laughs> Just, but, like, only um, kidding. And what, like, what I'm actually coming around on this one too. Like, I'm actually considering picking it up tomorrow myself because I just haven't played a D&D game in a long time. <laughs> Jonesing for that kind of experience, yeah. but um, um, See, I can't say it's much like that. I like that they do, like, they kind of break the fourth wall sometimes, and they talk about like this character is not even painted yet before you put your. <laughs> before you build your character you're just this like plain figure running around and hmm. i like stuff like that it makes me happy mm-hmm. i i uh, that's one thing that kind of interests me is like that kind of in joke styles like how am i going to react to that is it going to be like the cheeto thing which kind of like irks me because that's just a really bad trope of dnd players watch, that we threw up a through. youtube video of like the first section of the game mm-hmm. and you'll get everything you need out of that to see the kind of humor and the kind of stuff i'm talking about Awesome. On our YouTube channel. Plus, yeah, the crossplay <laughs> options are pretty diverse too, which is nice. Because uh, I got friends who are getting an Xbox. Yeah, I, so yeah. I'm I'm thinking about getting it for PlayStation, and I'll be able to hook up with my Xbox friends, which is kind of nice. I Since can't say that I did test a lot of the multiplayer because there weren't a lot of people multiplaying at the time. So I can't say for how that goes. Uh, I'm not sure actually. But, um, that's a that's a dying art local multiplayer. So I was gonna say uh, that, I'd be surprised. Like, the like the, a lot I of the, never like, even you know, thought to look for it. I uh, I never got like I mean I I never got like into Borderlands on my own um, just yeah. because I I like you know it's like the same same thing with like Destiny and stuff like that like those kinds of like looter shooters they're fun for a little while and then I I find them to get really like repetitive and boring um, mm-hmm. but like borderlands one and two the only reason i really stuck with it to the end because it was like something me and my brother used to play all the time because it had the split screen co-op rights with like every friday night we just like chill out for you know hours playing that game and uh it's just a good time to like have with someone else so it always felt like that was at least one thing that would carry through on every borderlands you'd have at least like two players split screen um but what you just said about like being the the looter shooter and it get bo- getting boring that's kind of something i say in the review too is it it very much is that kind of game mm-hmm. but the actors and the script and the story fun. kept me enjoying myself yeah i also liked that i could like shoot skeletons and their heads would fall off and it still <laughs> made me happy too but you know <laughs> so with the looter shooter genre that comes a lot of like replay and stuff like how much of the actor and performance carry into like the replay do you think there's a lot to find in the game so if you're a collector you'll want to go back um there's also a chaos dungeon when you reach uh, max level that every time you play it it's different so Hmm. 
it gives you something to do, especially if you want to get into co-op and play with your friends. It gives you something to do rather than just go around loot looting maps, which is probably where, where I'll stay because I don't like other people. But that's <laughs> <laughs> you guys. You guys are cool. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool. I can't wait to uh, search it all. Yeah, because uh, so sometimes like the in, in voice acted games, like you'll find it drops out like in later stages of the game or like replaying or grinding in an area. The dialogue will slowly taper out. So, like, if that was to fall out, like, that'd be losing a lot of, like, you know, the reason why you're playing in particular. So, I'm kind of curious about the replay value on this one. But I'm hoping that the the collecting will keep me because that's very much what I do in any game, even Animal Crossing. The only thing that kept me playing it so long was that I was, I wanted one of everything. I literally have an entire area on my island that is just displaying one of everything. <laughs> that, that you you make your own goals in that game for sure. Just one last thing, too, I just want to ask you, too. Like, since you didn't play the Borderlands series before this, how do you feel about that aspect of it now? Because, again, I haven't played Borderlands either. I'm going to go play them now because I did enjoy it, and I hope that the story is just as good. Um, I don't I don't know. I can't really speak to that. Uh, Jordan said he didn't love the story all that much in the Borderlands games. But um, I'm interested. I think, was it three that we got, Brendan? Uh, yes. Yeah, so we picked up Borderlands 3, so now I have options for gaming. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. I dig it. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you have anything you reviewed this week? Um, I could talk about Gold quickly, which is the the movie I just reviewed. Oh, right, yeah. Um, so Gold is an interesting, an interesting film because I wasn't... Ex I didn't know what to expect walking in. Seeing Zac Efron... In it, I was kind of expecting more of like an action movie, but what I got was a character study of a man that is stuck in a desert, hoarding over gold and slowly going insane as the elements try to kill him. Kind of a revenant type movie with the the, the DiCaprio elements movie that uh, was a few years ago, but instead of the wilderness of like ice-covered wasteland. It's now a desert, and Zac Efron looks rough, and I didn't... Judging by the fact that he's known he's for just being crazy. attractive... Uh, hey, yeah, now. I mean, that's... Yeah, right. That's fair. What, yeah. I mean, he's not a bad actor, but you, he didn't really have any chance to... He can play musical basketball. Come on. There yeah. you go. Uh, but this really showed his acting chops. Uh, I really loved how he did let himself, it, he looked like he was suffering. He brought that angst and pain and stuff to the screen really well. The problem I had with the film was the storyline was bare bones at best, and it didn't give enough backstory. So, so that there weren't character names. They're literally yeah. listed as Man 1 and Man 2 or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. so that's one of my review i just called him efron because he yeah. didn't have a person i could call him drifter or i could call him random vagabond but i just call him efron because um he had no name uh dirty guy it's probably aloysius yeah. so but like throughout <laughs> the film you see how much um his character's just like suffering because he, he's constantly burning in the sun so you see it's like all these like spots in his face that have just like straight up burns you see in like his like his body is slowly deteriorating his eye his lips are all chapped so it's yeah. really interesting on in that front i just wish there was more concept of why someone would 
go through this trouble and go through leave whatever life they had in the city and come to this weird wasteland um also it seemed like wealth had no meaning anymore like all civilization was crumbling so i don't know what gold would really matter so the fact that they're fighting over this like chunk of gold is cool but if money doesn't mean anything or civilization doesn't exist what is gold gonna do for you it never really <laughs> explained any of that sort of thing so there's a lot of questions i had with the experience and I wish they gave it just a little bit more world building to make it all make sense. Also, they had signs in the world. So in the opening scenes of the movie, you see them, them walking, them going uh, into a small little town that's like a hut. Um, but you see a sign and it's written in the Korean and uh, a Sanskrit and a, a few other things. But I don't really understand why those all those cultures would be randomly in this desert. But everyone speaks in English, but just different accents of English. So it's all over the place. It, there's a lot of inconsistencies and I don't know if they really knew what the overall story was. <laughs> and all they really had was people find gold in desert and that's cool. Kind of sounds like they were and going for some kind of, when they're greedy. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like they're going for some kind of heavy headed moral about greed and stuff, but didn't. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what with. they were doing. It just uh, feels like it was his, like this was Zac Efron's I'm going to win an Oscar movie, but it yeah. just didn't quite pan out. You know, like the, the I lost a bunch of weight and now I get an Oscar movie or I got really yeah. dirty and now I get an Oscar movie. Or I, I'm, no I, I, I look I like, a, like a tough dad. Yeah. 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 He is a smoke show, even dirty, but like, yeah, that's a whole different story. Um, yeah, no, I think I've, it was in that show. Yeah. I think it's worth watching because it's not very long. It's like an hour and a half. So it's not a huge, uh, time commitment and it's in and efron's performance makes it worth looking at uh but it is it's only skin deep and i feel that they could have done so much more with the material had they taken yeah, that, next that step. extra half hour yeah. make it a full length movie and then yeah. let us know what's up so we have a reason to feel like clearly yeah, i watched like, it with brendan but even if they had like a scene of like what it was like in the city like how is that why efron left or uh, showed what money matters or given enough backstory so we they understand kind of explain where he's going but we don't really know why or what he, to get a job but they wasn't also said... really it was like a weird like convent kind of thing like it, he was talking like he was going to join a cult and we're like why what okay yeah feelings there was yeah, a lot it's... going on yeah, yeah. The, like like or what you said about him being known for being a handsome like that does hold true like i, I never thought yeah. much of him you know when high school musical came out like oh it's another star like sure he sings well but yeah. like that's not enough to make a career on so when he came back with that show on netflix like a year and a half ago like my wife was yeah. watching it because she used to love high school musical when yeah. we were teenagers and i was like what the hell happened to him like he's so different i feel like this is just like <laughs> him trying about to the show where he was like learning about energy and and all those yeah things like things, him right? going around yeah. having people explain things about the world to him yeah going to all these weird yeah, places i did that with him or i didn't I... do that with him i watched that with him. <laughs> you were there awesome I was there. um i'm the camera guy this kind of sounds to me like him trying to break out of whatever mold he was in yeah. Um, which must be hard much like robert pattinson it, uh, with batman from twilight right absolutely yeah. like this this feels like a proof of concept like hey i can do a like you should have played the joker instead. substantial role <laughs> yeah what's up with that Maybe. guy <laughs> yeah. yeah what's going on 
there. We're just like that guy from Eternals who I thought nothing of and didn't care for his character whatsoever and thought he had no character. He's the Joker? Okay. 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 All right. We, we can play in this space with Warner Brothers. Let's, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so let's kind of move into our last segment here, the What You're Playing. Um, because I don't know I if but this would fall under... What do you say? Uh, we've lost Jordan to technical difficulties. He may be back. He may not. But I don't want to leave it a mystery like he's been murdered. Oh, wait! As he comes in. I literally just told everybody you left. The whole internet. I was. And then Hi, Jordan. Me a liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> burrito finger. I'm sorry. No, don't remind uh, the burrito. Bur- yeah, we don't need to talk about I that. Hate one. everyone. I hate everyone. Yeah. That's you hired so... all of us. <laughs> the end of our review section slash start of the impressions section. Uh, I'm checking out the new iPad Air. It's received uh, in the post. In the post. Is it iPad Air yeah. or iPad Pro? The post. iPad Air. Um, okay. Although it can do some things that uh, the pro, uh, like or that, that you would expect of the pro, uh, yeah. I was in a briefing earlier today, and uh, I'm really impressed with some of the stuff it can pull off. They're showing us some beta software that's like stuff that's not out yet, but coming out. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very exciting. Some of the stuff this thing can do, like uh, the 3D modeling of this one program, very intuitive. Like on uh, an iPad. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, cool. So, in the one demo, we were shown. Um, Basically, like laying out the floor, the floor plan for for a kid's room. It's like, like, okay. uh, so he had drawn prior to the demo, like a like a like a set of climbers or something, like a bunk bed <laughs> that was looked like a treehouse you'd have outside. Um, so he wanted to draw like a like a uh, like a window in it. Drew a really mm-hmm. kind of shaky uh, thing with the Apple Pencil, and uh, the software just recognized what it was and corrected it into a proper rectangle, which is great for me because I suck at drawing on tablets mm-hmm. um they sent along I the apple pencil i second drawing period but uh yeah so that's the <laughs> new ipad with the shiny uh, blue case on the back can you show it yet uh yes i say after showing it <laughs> maybe i'll just put that back down there um no it's this, this is this is this is all visible like this is all this would be on their website i'm sure right. it's just what it can do so far yet <laughs> yeah so yeah you it's, um, spoilers <laughs> Yeah, well, everybody gave away that the entire didn't give away the entire game. But anyways, yeah, some of the stuff they can do is like I'm surprised an iPad that's not an iPad Pro is doing this. That's because really um, the, the Pro's been powerful for a while, from what I understand. I don't actually have one. The Pro but, is um, really powerful, yeah. Yeah, and like these are some of the functions that were, you know, uh, kind of restricted to the Pro before. Um, now they're in the air, which is really exciting. Um, yeah, and just the my my one kind of quibble with the accessories for the last iPad I reviewed in November was that uh, they don't like they weren't they weren't really up to up to standard for what I thought. They fixed that this time around. The case goes around the entire thing. Last oh, time nice. it was just like half a case, so I was like, well, the back of the case is it was is exposed. And this mm-hmm. is a rental. Like this isn't my own thing to <laughs> to worry about. Like you're giving me anxiety here. Um, no, they fixed that. The, the case is fantastic. The new keyboard is really solid. Uh, looking forward to seeing what it can do in my in my daily life. Uh, awesome. As we work on the review for yeah. that. So spoiler alert to anyone listening: we don't always get to keep the tech. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is leaving yeah. you soon. Aw, just like the chair left. But uh, yeah, that was the iPad Air. Cool. Nice. What y'all else all been playing? What y'all all else been playing? Well, well, Tina, clearly, because I had to get that done really late. 
the other night mm -hmm. and then decided not to post it for two extra days because I hate sleep. But uh, yeah, Fortnite, Fortnite with the fam jam. I have my Switch here with me. I might go back into uh, Story of Seasons because I'm wild like that. But now I want to play <laughs> Tina. Brendan, you doing anything? No. Jordan. That's far for the close. Uh, I mean, it's Fortnite. The Elden Ring, which I actually took like had to take a big break from while I was playing uh like recently, um just with like uh like circumstantial stuff and then you know I was playing Kirby and I was playing Rune Factory. Um kind of jumped back into Smash Bros again. Part of me hates it, part of me loves it. I dummied some people today <laughs> that made me really happy, but then you know you hop online and people are really cheese ball and it's very aggravating. Um yeah, you know what? Funny enough that you mentioned that, I kind of want to maybe go back to Pioneers of All in Town myself because I need uh, to have a game like that in my rotation just to be my like I don't want to yeah. think today. That's like wanna, my I just want to love life. That's Animal Crossing for me for really, but like I I kind of feel like yeah, Rune Factory 5 left a really bad taste in my mouth and now I need to play like Stardew Valley or something to remind myself. It's like no wait, farm sims are still really good. Like <laughs> you can have combat over. and and farming in a game and it doesn't have to be terrible no well, there you go i don't think i still uh, own chris are no, you actually playing anything though uh i checked out Des or i checked out fortnite for yeah for one, one or two games like i said but uh destiny 2 had my attention last week because of the iron banner event mm -hmm. uh, it's like a weekly rotate well not a weekly rotation it comes back the yeah so week iron banner is, is a pvp event that comes around a couple times a season so uh that was last week's kind of feature in the game and uh right. still on the grind for getting my power level up there my one can kind of play with the game multiplayer wise these days is that the power discrepancy really feels high so if your power level isn't quite up there with everybody else you it really feels weighted against you like all, all the damage I'm doing doesn't really compare. And then like someone will come in and take my kill, which I don't really care about normally, but there are goals I'm trying to progress through. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't care because it's a team based PVP event. So I don't care as long as we win, but when I'm trying to finish the thing so I can get better, like cooler gear, I care then. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's Fortnite, like, Oh, got your kill. Sorry. 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 I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I suck. It's squads. If I get it's one. fine. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I might hop back into Fortnite this weekend and see what's going on with that and enjoy the no building while it lasts. Mm -hmm. It's 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 pretty fun. I think I honestly think you will enjoy it. Like until you like that, that movement alone. You're like ah. The, the movement's <laughs> cool. Like that. Like sh shifting from a sprint into like a slide is really fun. Like. Um, yeah, the way you can just, just like like now. really quickly like grab onto ledges and jump up onto things like it was really cool. I was really impressed thing. with the demo thing. Is I didn't even really register that because I've been playing Tina, and you do that in that game. That's normal. Yeah, you run and you mantle well, like it's even called mantle. And then I was doing it in Fortnite. I was like, oh wait. Yeah. That's not supposed to what? <laughs> Doom, Doom, Doom 2016 did that too. It was like I mean it was like like a lot of the games before that did it too. I think COD was doing it for a long time too, but like I just love I, that I didn't even register that I was doing it because yeah. I've been doing it elsewhere. I was like, this is fine. I'm like, mm, but, but like different. And, and that, that's like that's the thing too. Like that's where like because there, there was like one moment where I was laughing because there was um uh I, I got into a fight with a guy, there was like a big like square bunker in the ground. 
and like my brain was still attuned to Fortnite as like you need to build mm-hmm. to do things. So I was like, I fought him, and then he, I, I got killed, but he was like, he like fell into that hole. So I was like, oh well, sucks to be him. He's stuck in a hole now. The storm's gonna come and kill him. And I didn't even register that like he didn't need to build a ramp to get out of there. Like he just like jump and vault up out of there. Uh, so yeah, like it's just like the you know a lot of the a lot of the the movement options were compensated for by building where you could just like ramp up a lot of things and but like it's it's been very it's been very nice to play Fortnite and not like get into a game where you fire one bullet and then a guy builds this giant tower just to like get shot by me again and die in five seconds like you know yeah. you got nowhere to run now like the shooting the shooting is fun yeah but at the same time yeah, also I mean, like there was um like a, a certain degree of strategy to like you know kind of like building walls to like give yourself some cover like when guys were firing me, at you just from a having distance. to run around shit now i'm yeah. so mad that i've gotten so used to just going up and over <laughs> yeah. every other game on the planet like i'm sitting in skyrim trying to like jump up a mountain and it's yeah, not clip up a mountain. and now in fortnite i'm like oh but the other day i went to like <laughs> there was a bridge I had to go to and I normally would just like have built across to it. And I was like, Oh, but I actually have to like, uh, <laughs> <we're so mad. laughs> that's for suckers. Yeah. I mean, like literally the only time I ever build is if I'm trying to revive somebody and I want to throw some cover up. That's really yeah. the only time I ever build in Fortnite. And I try to panic build when somebody do. shoots at me, but like, it's like, well, here, this whole camera thing is messing with me. Well, here, well, here, well, here, touch. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, and for me too, the only time it really affects me, like, building is at the end of a match. If I get towards the end and I'm like one of the last, or if my squad is one of the last ones on the on the field, then that's when the building starts to become a factor for me. Everything else before that, when there's like 90 other players, doesn't seem to really be a thing. It's just, when yeah. you, got, you know, usually the final showdowns, for my experience, anyways, ends with a bunch of like random walls and and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd rather focus on the shooting than than the building. And, <laughs> and I would I would echo that sentiment too, because in my experience, even when it does come down to the final showdown, like I, I typically never find myself relying too much on building stuff. Like I've gotten into games where like guys just will just keep building and building and building. I'll just sit like sit on the floor, just like waiting for them. It's like at my opportunity, and I shoot them and I win. Like this is why I normally keep something explosive in my inventory if I can, like yeah, the the sticky like the, the plunger bomb things. People sleep on those things. They're fantastic. No, they're great. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. So, so many times I'll, I'll down somebody and then I'll stick them with one just for fun. <laughs> but that, that kind of goes they're against really what fun. I said earlier about feeling bad for picking on kids to play the game. But you know. <laughs> no, like I said, it. I'll give you my seven-year-old and he will crush you. And then he's like, no, you must die now. No, and you I, I wouldn't blame you. I'd support it. The, there are two wolves inside Thanks, of you. And one will, will throw a sticky bomb at a child. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the show. And now the note of the two wolves. I think that's going to do it for us this week. If you'd like to read more on these topics, like these reviews that we are talking about tonight, uh, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. And if you have any questions or comments, send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com. Uh, Jordan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me drawing stuff on Instagram. And you can find me making stupid videos on TikTok uh, at Ninja X Jordan. Yeah, no, I'm I, I, I'm uh, 
I'm shifting away. Twitter is old news, baby. It's more that you're on TikTok now and you're just like that. I did I a I got a two thousand views on I me know. eating a freaking Reese's I cup with am chips. One of those views. Actually, I'm probably two of those views. <laughs> and I was like, holy weird. Jesus. It was better than I expected, I'll be honest. Um but it was also like not as like you know anyway. Um yeah, so <laughs> And uh, YouTube baby ninja reviews. Uh, data. Uh, I am what I just realized today on Twitch. I am only at Dana Eileen, not the Dana Eileen, and I'm the Dana Eileen everywhere else. <laughs> and Brennan, B for twenty six and everything. And you can find he me just on. Waits to be miserable. She's like Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and and you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy and here on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Uh, so from everyone here at CG Magazine, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next week.